Welcome to the UK Travel Planning Podcast. Your host is the founder of the UK Travel Planning website, Tracy Collins. In this podcast, Tracy shares destination guides, travel tips, and itinerary ideas, as well as interviews with a variety of guests who share their knowledge and experience of UK travel to help you plan your perfect UK vacation. Join us as we explore the UK from cosmopolitan cities to quaint villages, from historic castles to beautiful islands, and from the picturesque countryside to seaside towns. Hi, and welcome to the UK Travel Planning Podcast. So this episode, Doug and myself are here to talk to you about how to make the most of the train journey between London and Edinburgh. We know that this is one of the most popular train journeys that you guys are going to possibly take because in our itinerary consultations, it comes up more often than not um, how to actually get from London to Edinburgh uh, by train. So there are three different routes, uh, options that you've got. So um, Douglas here is going to talk through those different options with you. So the options are really you've got the East Coast Main Line, the West Coast Main Line and the Cross Country Lines. So self-explanatory, the East Coast Main Line goes from London, King's Cross, or the predominantly the east side of the UK, uh, to Edinburgh. And then the West Coast Main Line comes back between Edinburgh heads west and it comes down the west side of the country to London, Euston. And the cross country, surprisingly surprised, is goes across the country from north to south. It's straightforward, really. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the main three routes. So if I was deciding to go from London to Edinburgh, I've got an option to choose any one of those routes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then um so if I'm gonna go on choose one of those routes what would be, if we went through each of those, where would be the places that you would recommend, um, well, I kind of know as well, where, where we would stop off if we were recommending to somebody? I think York's the biggie mm. because it, there's something there for everybody, really, and that's from King, London King's Cross to York is about two hours-ish, and yep. it breaks the journey up nicely. And so York has such a lot to offer, doesn't it? Actually, I mean, it's a, you could take do York on a day trip from London. I mean, that's something we've talked about before, but... Certainly, if you're um, traveling up to Edinburgh, we we do always recommend people to get off in York and explore um, because, you know, you there's so much to see in York. I mean, episode number three of the UK Travel Plan podcast, we talked to Sinead, who, who um, knows York so well and shared lots of insider knowledge about York. Yeah, and I don't think we've ever actually been on the train headed through York. I think we've got off at just about every single time and... Had a good look around. I think so. I mean, yeah, you can even just if you've got a couple of hours, it's worth hopping off the train and exploring York. That's that's for sure. And, you know, there is somewhere if you are traveling with luggage, there is somewhere that you can leave your luggage. That's right. There's left luggage at um, well, most of the principal train stations. Obviously, it's at King's Cross as well, if you didn't want to take everything with you. Yeah. Um, there's left luggage in York and uh, Edinburgh as well. Yeah. I was thinking if you're travelling from London up to Edinburgh and you want to get off and you've got luggage, I know that might be thinking, oh, I don't know, what do I do? But actually you can store the luggage so you can then go and walk around. It's probably about a five-minute walk, ten-minute walk from the train station into the centre of York. And obviously you've got places like the Shambles. You can go and visit York Minster. Um, You know, it is a really magical city to visit and very different from London. And I, I, you know, I haven't yet to speak to anybody who does not love York. That's true. I, yeah, there's something there for everybody. Yeah, trust me, you won't be disappointed. So you talked about these three routes. So 
Does, is York a feature on each of those of the on routes? On two of the three, actually. Yeah. The, the cross-country line from Edinburgh uh, comes down as far as York, and then you can go for the East Coast main line from York, basically runs down to all London. the way down to London via Peterborough, oh, okay. Newark, various other stations. But York is the main one that seems to appeal to most people. But it, worth noting, if you're coming from York and you're heading further up to, um, uh, to Edinburgh, mm-hmm. It's a good idea, particularly north of Newcastle, to sit on the right-hand side of the train yeah. because that's the, the sea view or the view of the North Sea. It's a good view. It absolutely is. And, I mean, that that's a tip that we normally share in ITNU Consults, actually, is that to sit on you know on the right-hand side in the direction of travel because you're going to see um, the stunning Northumberland coast, which is the, the part of the UK that I actually come from originally, mm-hmm. Um, and the beaches and the castles and yeah, it's it's absolutely beautiful. It really is. Um, I, I sat. We did that trip this year when we were mm. in the UK, and I took um, quite a lot of video when we travelled up there because you it was did. so pretty. Yeah, I mean, other places you can stop as well. North of York, you've got uh, Durham and Newcastle. Also, places worth stopping off. Yeah, definitely. So uh, for both of those cities, really, the train station is a few minutes, five ten minutes walk from the main part of the city so in Durham you can get off you can go and explore again the, it's a cathedral city really famous and it's a UNESCO World Heritage um, site the actual cathedral um, so you can walk from the train station into Durham city in Newcastle you can hop off the train um, and there's a few places that you can visit you've not the quayside which is um, kind of full of cafes and restaurants um, and there's a life science center also worth exploring. So all pretty close to the train station. Um, also, I just want to mention as well is if you're traveling up from that trip, bit of the train line from Durham up to Newcastle is not to miss the Angel of the North. So Anthony mm. Gormley statue, um, which is, is, is huge. You can't really miss it from the train. Um, that's also worth seeing. That's on the right-hand side of the train, again, in direction of travel. And you, you'll be able to see the Angel of the North. Uh, and also I need to point out that the... There's lots of brand new trains on this, this route. There's two main operators on the on that East Coast main line. There's a new Lumo service, which is standard class only or second class only, and the uh, LNER London Northeastern Railway services. All brand new trains, very nice, very smart. So, would you recommend anybody? So, if they're planning to do that trip from London to Edinburgh, so they're obviously that the planning to spend maybe base themselves in London, uh, Edinburgh for a few days travel around mm. Scotland. Mm. And, and I know this is something we've done. So would you suggest then that that East Coast main line would be the the recommended route that you would choose to actually go up to Edinburgh? I think so. I think so, particularly if you're a first-time uh, traveller to the UK. I think it gets you to York and to Edinburgh as quick as you possibly can. It's the quickest um, the quickest services between the two capitals. And again, so how long does it take to get? So if I left London, what sort of time would I – how would I plan my day to actually get to be able to sort of enjoy a bit of time in, in York and then also get yeah, to Edinburgh. A good example of times uh, from the, the current timetable, there's an 8 o'clock service from King's Cross and then there's a direct service that is to York arriving at 9.49. So that makes the journey up really nicely. And then you can have um, till 5 to 3, there's a, a service out from York to Edinburgh and that takes another two to two and a half hours. And so, you know, it's, it's sort of grand total travel is about five hours. So it yeah. breaks up really nice, particularly with children. You know, yeah. it just breaks the journey really, really nicely. So that's a kind of recommended route. So you kind of imagine then we've got ourselves to Edinburgh. So arrive in a nice time, spend a yeah. few days in Edinburgh. Obviously, whether you take a road trip from there or travel a bit more 
of mm. Scotland by train, um, which obviously we were talking a little bit about the other day, actually, because we were busy putting a, an article together at the moment about um, Scotland by train with different routes and scenic mm. ideas mm. and an itinerary as well. If you're yeah. thinking about um, visiting train uh, Scotland by train, uh, we have got an itinerary by road, but we thought, because we've traveled a lot in Scotland yeah. by train that we put that together. Um, so obviously, so imagine that you're now in Edinburgh and then you want to get yourself back down to London. So you talked about the three different routes. So you're saying the best route to get up to, to Edinburgh is the East Coast main line, but you're also talking about kind of if I had a bit more time, if I if I needed to get back quite quickly, would you again suggest going back on the East Coast main line or not? No, the, the, if it, time was of an essence to get back as quickly as you could, I think – Perfect op- option would be the Caledonian sleeper service, the Lowlander service, right, yeah. which actually comes back down the West Coast main line, ultimately bringing you into London, Euston. Yeah. Um, and that is obviously an overnight service, but that's quite an experience as well. They're lovely, the sleepers. We've travelled on them a few times and, you know, it's luxury. It's just- it is. I think in episode, uh, I think it's episode number five of the uh, podcast, we do talk about the Caledonian sleeper because that is um, – it is one of our favourite yeah. train journeys to take um, from London. That uh, To me, there's nothing better, you know, taking the trip from London, Euston, and up to Fort William in particular, and uh, the scenery is stunning. Um, but obviously we're talking about coming down the, the, the opposite way this time. So so you're talking about, so the, the Caledonian Steep from Edinburgh to London is one option, mm. um, you know, if you want to do that as an overnight trip. Um, so obviously you could come back the same route as you went up on the East you Coast. You certainly could, yeah. But the... An alternative, as I say, I like the circular train journeys are a day, daytime travel on the West Coast Main Line, which brings you uh, from Edinburgh. You need to go across to Glasgow if you want to do it that way, and then Glasgow down the West Coast Main Line from Glasgow Central. But there is a direct service also from Edinburgh. You've got the, the options. Um, you've got Carlisle, you have Liverpool, you have Manchester. You also have Birmingham. All these lines verge onto the West Coast Main Line, brings you back into London, Euston. On the opposite side, and it's but it's only about 10, 15 minutes walk between London, Euston and King's Cross if you had less than luggage there to pick up as well. So it's oh, okay. not far between the two. So th- those options, it breaks the journey up um, down the West Coast, but all these different places. It's a beautiful journey when you head down through Cumbria um, and all the way all the way down towards uh, towards Birmingham. It, just, it is. It's, it's just different. It's yeah. Diff- it's different yeah. to the East Coast uh, scenery. And then the third option would be, and this is a longer journey, oh, the West Coast Main Line in grand total takes about five, five and a half to six hours, depending which services you catch. So if you were going, just get, so if I was going East Coast Main Line, I would come from Edinburgh and arrive at King's Cross. But if I was doing the West Coast Main mm-hmm. Line, I would leave Edinburgh and come in via, into Euston. That's right. Okay. That's it. Yeah. You can come from Edinburgh, you can go to across to Glasgow and then down, or you can just Put it out and come by Motherwell and that way, and right? Or okay. through, but it's just different. It's just a, just an old, a different route to take um, because, as you know, Trace, I, I like train journeys where I don't have to come back the same direction. Yeah. Um, just to give you that different uh, change of scenery. The other option I'm talking about, and uh, this does take longer, is the cross country line. You come from Edinburgh straight down the middle of the country. Initially, again to York. If you want, to, if you miss something on the way up, you can see stop off and on the way down. Yeah. And then you can come down through Doncaster and Sheffield uh, and towards the city of Derby. And then you have the options from the sort of Sheffield Derby. You can come back to London St Pancras, which uh, goes on the middle main line route. And so you can go back onto that side of London again. Or you can head 
all the way down from your all the way down to Birmingham, Birmingham New Street, and then you can join the West Coast Main Line from Birmingham New Street. Also, you can come from uh, Birmingham train stations, and you can go on to the Chiltern Railways, uh, which is a slightly sl- slow route but different again, and that brings you into London Marylebone. Okay, so that you've yeah. got various options yeah. to get back into London if you're leaving yeah. Um, yeah. from Edinburgh. I, I should point yeah. out, before uh, anybody I used to work with points out to me, Birmingham is not on the West Coast Main Line, but you can rejoin the West Coast Main Line at Rugby. Right. Because somebody would tell me I was wrong. Okay, I see, <laughs> I see. So um, what about if you were, you know, what would be you recommend for tickets for this route, I guess, would be worth asking. I mean, we, we took the, we've done this, various ways and this year we caught the lumo service yeah that's um, right the standard class yeah. that, if you if you want a first class seat or uh, experience the lumo is not going to provide you with that it is a more a reasonably priced tickets mm. but it provides standard class only but there were new trains and yeah it was very comfortable was really good yep. a seat service you've got the free wi-fi it is you know it's really nice yeah, I thought I was quite. We were pretty impressed with that. Yeah, actually. We were. it was it yeah. was good. Yeah, and you look like just one year old, so that's how yeah. the uh, the service yeah. is. Coming back through the cross country uh, routes is Trace mentioned she's from the northeast. I'm from the Midlands and uh, more industrial. So it's just such different scenery again. And uh, yeah, Sheffield is you know it's a fantastic place to start. Um, a lot of history and to Derby, then back towards Birmingham. Different trains. It's just it's completely different to the east or the west coast main line. Yeah, see, I mean, there's there's lots of options with this route. Actually, this kind of London to Edinburgh and then mm-hmm. back to London. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have options. You know, if if you want to get up to Edinburgh fairly quickly, you have got the option of just hopping off in York again, spending a few hours, and then heading up to Edinburgh. So that works really mm-hmm. well. Um, but you have got those options to see other cities of, of the UK on your way back. That's right, yeah. I mean, the, the network is very, very good and accessible um, from anywhere. It, it's, it's Time is up against a lot, a lot of time for people, isn't it, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? But uh, you mentioned tickets earlier. The ticket options are, we've documented many other times, but the, the, what, the ticket that gives you the most flexible option is the anytime ticket now I, I do point out that that is not the cheapest ticket however it gives you the more flexibility to catch any train on that on that day and also um any train at any time yeah, basically. yeah 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 so it's worth considering that it, and also to so be able to to basically get off the train at york and get back on the train at york that's right that's okay. right yeah yeah so that for travel that day i've just purchased that ticket turn up and go yeah. on any train yeah. that i want drop jump off at york and then Go back on yeah. the train and go back it, up it, to Edinburgh. That's right. You can do that. And um, the only downside would be if you're the sort of person who likes having seats reserved in advance for every single train and so you need to know what train you catch. Then that's fine. And that's fine if that's what suits you. Uh, what we do, we tend to sort of be a bit more flexible, don't we? Yeah. Um, and try and find a seat wherever we possibly can yeah. on, on, the, on that service yeah. because you don't have to have the seat reservation. Uh, for the vast majority of the services in the UK, it's only the sleepers, really, that you have to have. And it is quite nice to have that flexibility if you, you know, if you want to spend, so maybe you plan to spend four hours in York, for example, but, you know, you you 
decided after four hours that you wanted to spend another hour there or something yeah, right. you know it gives you that flexibility because you say there's plen- there's plenty of trains to choose yeah, from very frequent trains yeah. um you know that gives you that flexibility to do that so you're not kind of clock watching and thinking oh gosh i've got to get back to the the train mm. right this you know this train station this second otherwise i'm going to miss my train and we've done it the opposite way around because of weather as well we've planned to spend sort of four or five hours somewhere and the the english weather has uh performed as we expected to do and we spent an hour two hours somewhere and we've got back on the train to get out yes, sooner haven't we yes because yeah. it's yes. to head to a different part of the country where the sun might be shining <laughs> hopefully so i think that gives a, a pretty good overview of um kind of those, those train routes um definitely give us an idea of of you know how to get around so obviously there's the option as well of perhaps a uh, tickets in the form of a, a, a Brit Rail Pass or um, a Global Eurail Pass. Those are something I know we've got an article on the website which looks at, at, at both of those options for people to decide mm. if they're, especially if they're doing um, lots of train yeah, journeys in the right. UK. You know, we've got, we, we do have quite a lot of information about traveling by train in the UK on the website, including um, we've got a, a 14 day Best of Britain. Um, rail itinerary, which this year we've actually had members of our UK travel planning Facebook group have actually done the itinerary this year and and loved it and were raving about it. Um, so obviously, when you try when you're doing lots of train journeys like that, that is those are good options to explore. Yeah, I know what it does as well. If you haven't got a specific uh, individual train ticket, but you've got a train pass, that gives you that flexibility to the nth degree mm. because you can hop on and hop off any train you like. Yeah, depend on the the Brit yeah, Rail the pass or, yeah. the days yeah. of the past. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's a good option. So, is there, are there any other kind of tips that you can think of for anybody planning that that London to Edinburgh route? I mean, we tend to recommend um, you know staying near the train station, but to be honest, really in Edinburgh, um, you've got loads of options of places to stay that mm. aren't too far from mm. Waverley train station anyway. Um, and obviously in London, if you're leaving from King's Cross, just got to have bear in mind that if you're taking an early train, um, just make sure that you're at the train station in plenty of time. That's right. And also what we recommend is to travel light as well. Yes, if possible. <laughs> yeah, because it, it does make life so much easier when you're walking around places. Absolutely. But as we alluded to earlier, there's left luggage at most of these stations. Yes, if you need to, yeah. to leave your luggage. But obviously, you know, Plan, plan your trip. If you're doing some train journeys, if you're doing this, you know, this Edinburgh to uh, London to Edinburgh in particular, make sure you're at the train station and plenty of time. Yeah, and also I'll download the uh, National Rail Inquiries um, uh, app to your phone as well. That gives you uh, live train uh, details, and uh, quite often on, on, on actually on the National Rail Inquiries uh, app, the platform that your train is likely, I would say always, is likely to depart from, which makes life a lot easier as well. So I think that was great. I think yeah. we've given a um, a really good kind of overview of and information about how to make the most of that trip if you're deciding to take the train from London to Edinburgh. As I say, you know, there are um, places that we recommend that you consider stopping off on the way. York would probably be my number one choice, but obviously Durham and Newcastle also are easy stops. We have got more information about travel in the UK by train in actually podcast number two. Doug gives an introduction to traveling uh, in the UK by train with more tips um, to help you with that. And also in, we've got a recent episode about kind of traveling around London by public transport as well, which can we'll, we'll, we will link in the show notes to that. And we also have a 
um, ebook, which is a UK guide to um, a guide to UK train travel, which Doug and I wrote. So obviously, Doug's background is that he worked on the UK rail network for over twenty five years. So we spent a few weeks putting all our knowledge and information. And we've just updated that um, into a book, which it's also got sample itineraries in it, but it shares lots of tips and information about the tickets, about um, the day of travel, what you need to know, how to get to basically trains, everything you need to know, really. Yeah, it's right. kind of everything. Yeah. We've had lots of like fantastic of- <laughs> <laughs> travel in the UK by yeah, train, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, as I say, I'll link to the show notes. Um, I'll link in the show notes to everything that we talked about today and the articles that we have and obviously our uh, UK train travel guide. Um, we are also available to do um, itinerary consultations as well if you need some uh, help to fine-tune your itinerary. As I say, we have a huge amount of background and knowledge about train travel as well. So happy to, Doug's always happy to talk about trains. Always, always. (laughs) Yeah, so that's always a joy. So um, thanks very much for joining us for this episode. Um, Please leave us a review and subscribe so you don't miss any more. Um, And um, that all just, I guess that just leaves us to, for Doug and I to both say until next time, happy UK UK travel planning. planning. (laughs) Thank you.